that looks awful, traumatic, and extremely embarrassing. I'm sure they probably wrapped that up after one season and didn't go back ever again for the sake of their relationship and their kids. Cause I've got Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy. No, definitely. I'm totally fine. It's fine, Shepard. And this is... <laughs> Mitchell Manley, anxious and aimless. How how clenched has your jaw been today? Uh, it's been pretty clenched today, actually. It's been, a, it's been a weird day, but you know what? We're going to make it through. You had a weird day? Mine was mostly unconscious, but yeah. So let's just address the elephant in the room. This is our second time recording. Because yeah, what happened? Uh, what happened to the other record, Amy? I have no idea. I've, I remember whenever we posted that episode and it showed up being like eleven minutes long and then like eight minutes of silence. Mm-hmm. Well, it did that again. So then I tried to like fix it and I lost everything. Whoops, a doodle. So no, I, it's fine. It's it's fine. I'm not completely <laughs> stressed out. Um, four years though, we have not missed a week. Uh, so we've officially missed a week and we've lost our first recording and maybe this is a good luck charm because last year, I think we were preparing for an election and we just started recording and it wasn't a big deal. And I lived in fear of losing like, you know, a, uh, a recording and then, then, well, this is life. It happens. And It'll be all right. Of course, during our anxiety episode, I freaked out. And I well, he said it, the the whenever we did our occult episode, <laughs> we ended up with some weird uh, pitch nonsense. So our we had a haunted episode for our occult episode. It's only right that we have to be properly anxious for our anxiety record. So. I know. I'm starting to think maybe we should just like do like Zen episodes. Yeah, and it all needs to be chill themes from now on. And definitely like flowers and puppy dogs. Success. <laughs> things going well. That's all we're gonna do. That's it's gonna be a very boring show um of course i suggested this i didn't think i was gonna have to live it like in the podcast because this is my escape but yeah right yeah um you'd mentioned before i think in last the last week uh, the last week's episode that you get anxious and it's a underlying theme of our show i think because we both are pretty yeah, for sure i'm a i'm like a chihuahua and i think that you are not like a chihuahua but you do have anxiety. Right, exactly, yeah. You you do better to channel your anxiety into produ- like into being productive. Uh, and mine is the opposite unfortunately, but I'm trying to do better, you know. Yeah, we're we're working on it. We're working on it. Um what song did you bring this week? So I'm going to start us off with Fucked Up and their song Black Albino Bones.
So this song's about the various ways that we uh, escape our anxiety and depression, and and not necessarily escaping escapism in a bad way, but more so like an emphasis that we all need some sort of escape from these feelings. Like uh, the main motif between the verses are can't sleep thinking about it. Uh, which sort of, you know, to me represents those worries and anxious thought patterns and like getting caught in that anxiety loop where you're just driving yourself crazy, trying to reason through something when, uh, you know, there's really nothing to reason through. It's all you, all you can really do is accept the circumstances. Uh, but each verse describes a different escape from that cycle. Uh, the first verse seems to be about listening to music. I know the singer for Fucked Up is, uh, he's an encyclopedia for like obscure hardcore and punk records, has a massive collection of vinyl. So, the first verse is about like watching a record spin and discovering obscure bands and like hearing the magic that's captured on these records that almost no one else has ever heard before. And so then the second verse is about sex and intimacy, which, you know, he describes as like welling up until we explode into ecstasy. And uh, that's also the way that emotional catharsis works. You know, you build up all these tensions and emotions until you just have to find some way to purge them. Uh, and then the last verse is about smoking weed, which is something that a lot of us, you know, use to cope and, and get through the daily tribulations and kind of help dissolve some of those anxieties and worries that build up. And so each of these three verses ends with the line, it's the little things that get us through life, uh, which is something I've definitely found to be true. You know, for most of us, I don't think there exists some happy medium where you figured things out and you can like live a worry free existence. You know, there is no grand moment where it all makes sense. I think all we have are the the little moments and you know whenever i'm blinded by anxiety and uncertainty it's important to remember the impact that the little things can have so it's the little things in life i'm trying i'm really trying <laughs> i'm very so like here's the thing is like i can hear it in my head and i can't sing it but that's like my favorite part of the song because I like the little melody stuff. Um, I did have to look up the lyrics because they they land in that cookie monstery area where my ears just hear not lyrics and I just like hang out listening to the music. So I had to like look it up and then I started reading the second stanza and I thought I was like reading a romance novel and <laughs> I got really nervous and like really shy and all it was squishing just, squishing parts together or squishing, squishing flesh, flesh. Together. that's it it's the yeah. squishing flesh and okay slugs close your ears so <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah there's like little escapes um like the little escape chorus is just I think it's like a great contrast and absolutely fun to sing along to but I'm sorry I'm just going to keep thinking about squishing flesh. Um, it is a super good construction and it's it's a relatively poppy tune for something I don't think is pop music. And I think it's hardcore. Pretty sure it's hardcore. And yeah, I don't know. But you know these. It's upbeat. It's happy. But also it's anxiety. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Does this song like ever go through your head? Just like get stuck in your head? Yeah, I'll just like, you know, constantly be singing. Like, Can't sleep thinking about it whenever I'm whenever I'm anxious. Uh, but then whenever I find a, an escape, I'll, I'll sing the. You need a little escape. You know, so. <laughs> I, I like, think you just try to make me sing on the podcast. I really days, do. I'm, I'm happy to oblige. <laughs> well, it's like okay, so this is weird. So I've had the slugs for like a week and a half now, and I mm-hmm. literally just channel the slugs. So they like kind of live in the bedroom or wherever I am because I get I carry my slugs around like a normal mm-hmm. person does sure. um so I just try to channel my slugs as I'm trying to sleep through the day because they're sleeping through the day 
So I just look over at my little slugs and their little tentacles are down inside their heads. And I'm like, I can do that. I can start to chill out. And then I watch them breathe, which now they breathe in sync. So there's that. Interesting. I cannot breathe as slow as a slug, though. I, I, Are you as slimy yeah, as can't. a slug? Are your slugs slimy even though they're in no, captivity? No. Ex- <laughs> Do slugs remain Yes, they're slimy? very slimy. <laughs> they they remain moist. Sorry, I don't mean to, to drag us <laughs> down into slugometry. <laughs> they bring me joy. I'm stressed out, so I'm talking about slugs. Um, so this week, I brought a, uh, a band called... Ultra Nevo gonna die. found this like a short sweet somewhat beautiful contemplation of mortality that is very straightforward about looking in the mirror and saying oh dang well I guess I'm gonna die and sometimes that is super anxiety inducing and I find that you know sometimes you're like face your mortality and you're like yeah you know what it's gonna happen it's not now it's not a big deal but then you're like oh wait this is gonna happen and I'm marching slowly towards my own death so you know I don't know if other people get anxious about it. I, you know, just, does, is there a person who doesn't get worried about it? Not sure. But yeah, it's just a slow, quick, like, march. Slow, quick. So I think. Slow, quick is one of those (laughs) two. Yeah. But I know, I know we're not ultimately able to contemplate how we're going to face it, but I hope it's in my sleep or I'm heavily sedated. Please sedate Same. me. Yes, please sedate me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely relate to this one. Uh, you know, part of my depression and anxiety is definitely rooted in like constantly thinking about death. Uh, almost every day for me, there's that moment where I have to acknowledge and confront the fact that I'm going to die someday. And for me, it's not so much the the leaving this world behind, but more so the the fear of suffering and the fear of not knowing how and when and like struggling with the pain that it leaves behind, how it'll affect my friends and family, who's going to take care of my cats, you know, all that sad, depressing junk that we try to avoid thinking about. But uh, for me, it does tend to be a really intrusive thought, and sometimes it's kind of tough to shake, so it's kind of cool to hear a song about that and hear someone else kind of articulate that in a, in a meaningful and poetic way. Here's what's going to happen with the cats. They are going to take over. Yeah, I mean, let's hope so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, like, they're just trying to be demure right now. But they're going to take over the country and steer us in a better direction. That's what's going to happen. I choose to believe that. You've raised them right. I think that's what's going to happen. So our ear buddies this week, um, they, they have various versions of being anxious and maybe a little stressed out. And they brought all 
of the anxious stressed out songs and i truly appreciate it our first ear buddy is lauren who brings surfboards high anxiety defines the theme this week it's frantic it causes anxiety at the very beginning it's animated it's somewhat out of control while still internally quite in control while not feeling in control like you know the way it's constructed and there's this shift from like straight up panic to like a more defined spoken word of why you need to be anxious (laughs) yeah it definitely nails the mood and like the tension of anxiety and that feeling of getting panicky uh, the video is this really awesome sort of grotesque animation that shows traffic jams and the White House blowing up and the city being under attack by a gigantic bear. Uh, just really cool looking, but uh, it also drives drives home how, how that sort of stuff, uh, you know, it's, or it, it drives home the sort of stuff that the song is reacting against. You know, it's definitely uh, the feeling of being stuck in traffic when you're in a hurry or, uh, you know, the feeling of our nation's governments making these untenable decisions that, you know, are going to put a lot of people in danger or, or keep certain demographics subjugated and just that like unmitigated fury of, of wanting to do something about your situation but being unable to affect any sort of change or progress you just got to do what little bit you can and be patient um, so yeah I'm definitely going to blast this next time I'm feeling that angry anxiety attack coming on and hopefully it'll help me to channel that in a healthy way I think if I'm ever stuck in traffic I think this is going to be my car song uh, but I would have to be in my car. So hopefully I'm not stuck in traffic in my scooter because that's just like the smell of other people's cars. Yeah, hopefully you can maneuver around most traffic jams in, in your scoot scoot. Which is illegal in Tennessee. I can't drive between cars because mine is uh, water cooled. So because I don't have an air cooled motorcycle, I can't go between cars. Interesting. <laughs> yep. Fun law. Fun Bureaucracy. law. Yeah. <laughs> Candy is our next year buddy, and she brings the House Martins anxious. I really thought I'd have my tongue tied if I stood up the shop, but all they did was listen without the rehearse. And I thought I'd be beheaded if I stuck my neck out, but they just gave me a hanky for my tears. I had confidence and confidence, I hope the hope will soon, but I think our little Mars need it now. We gotta form a congregation and sing down the nation.
the cadence for this is absolute perfect. It's absolute perfection. Uh, it gets smoothed over by the begging for ignorance during like the chorus. So we just don't have to be anxious, but then let's mull over one. We need to be super um, worried. Dance around the anxiety. That's all you got to do is just dance around. It. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah, I wasn't really uh, familiar with the House Martins, but but on bass we have a fellow named Norman Cook, uh, who these days goes by the Appalachian Fat Boy Slim, a legendary DJ, huge in the electronic music scene, but had three big hits in the late '90s, early 2000s. Uh, the House Martins though were around in the mid '80s. I think this song is from like their 1986 record, and I just love the vibes. You know, the song itself isn't super anxious feeling; it's almost got a mellow feel, which I think is supposed to sort of counteract the anxious feelings instead of channeling them into the pissed off sound like we heard in the surfboard song and I, I love that dancey groove fat boy slims laying on those fat bass grooves and it's got that catchy chorus with the harmony vocals and the background vocals singing a full phrase of lyrics while the lead singer just sings anxious over the top of them and it's just super catchy and groovy and definitely makes me want to channel all my nervous energy into just like boogieing boogieing down to the house martins and fat boy slim how old is fat boy slim uh, as a person, yes. I mean, I would imagine he was probably born in the late sixties. I just maybe I just can't mid, imagine. Like we we thought we were so cool, and we need to listen to sixteen year olds, which I assume is why Britney Spears was popular in nineteen ninety nine. Yet right. Fat Boy Slim's coming out, and like it's so good. He's fifty seven years old, according to a quick Google. Uh, he was born in nineteen sixty three. He's fifty seven years old. He's he's a, a Generation X, right? Gen sure. X? Yeah. People say that they didn't do anything, but I got to say they're wrong. Gen X did a lot. They made our music lives in the 90s very, very good. Especially Fatboy Slam. <laughs> and the House Martins, you know, in the, in the, and what they did leading up to him being yes. in Fatboy Slam. <laughs> I'm just we got to bring it back to the House Martins. Yeah, I was just like... Multi, like mulling over fat boy slim um our next year buddy is susan and she brings faith no more's separation anxiety says nothing hits me harder than separation anxiety the lyrics hit so close to home and feel it 100 percent when i'm away from my daughter anxiety is a part of my everyday life in one way or another but yeah this song is incredible it's like anxiety here for you anxiety it's just sitting on your shoulder whispering in your ear and it's like 
you should be anxious about this. And while I get worried about like injury to my child, luckily I have traumatized her enough that she does not get separation anxiety because she's <laughs> been going to somebody else's house usually since like every single day since she was four weeks old, I think. So luckily we skipped the toddler time because she's always been separated. She's fine. She's also fine. She does not have any, yeah, we're good. Um, and so like, I, I don't get the kid thing because we're used to it. Now, if she'd stayed home all the time, look, when 2021 opens back up, maybe I'll have like actual separation anxiety because we all live in the same house together all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dog, she's getting some heinous separation anxiety. Anytime Dakota puts on shorts and <laughs> puts on some running shoes and you've never seen a dog cry in such anxiety, hoping that it's time to go run. Um, Lord knows he can't just put on shorts to clean out the backyard because she's right. just like, dude, it's run time. So this song channels that. It's like the popping into the window, looking out the door, popping into the window, looking out the door. And it, it just mimics the, this is the sound of what her face does. It's kind of repetitive. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I like that little tap, 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 anxious sound. Yeah, I also really appreciate that sort of badgering aspect to the lyrics, like being constantly tapped on the shoulder and reminded that everything's going wrong and that you need to be panicking about it. Um, I also really love the sort of meta moments of like realization and contemplation, trying to figure out how to separate yourself from the anxiety. Uh, Because whenever I'm overwhelmed and anxious, I'm usually very aware and very conscious of the fact that I'm like overreacting or overthinking. But you just can't help it. And, you know, like we've said before, you just get stuck in this loop or a circuit. And it's tough to break that cycle without some sort of like grounding technique or coping mechanism. Uh, So this song definitely captures a lot of what I personally experience when I'm anxious. That feeling of just like being prodded constantly by by your own anxious thoughts. I'm proud of you for being self-aware because I'm never self-aware. Ever. Yeah, it's it's tough. I I try to be self-aware and I try to react uh, accordingly. And... Sometimes I do a good job. Most of the time I do a good job. Sometimes not so not so much. You always seem cool around me. I do my best. <laughs> I'm exploding on the inside constantly every minute of every day. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Our next here buddy is Jeremy, who brings the Shanker Laws, the train from Kansas City. Ladies, burn that letter 
and keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> Let him come to the train. He don't know where he li- uh, you live. He knows where you where you live, but he doesn't know where your house is. And I'm assuming you've moved on. So burn that letter. Let him show up because he's already just showing up. You know. Um. Well, also you let him on. I'm just gonna say, you know. <laughs> You either got to go with the dude on the train or you got to just like bury that deep down inside because you're just causing a lot of stress all because you didn't want to make a decision and write a letter or like, I don't know, a phone call. You have the like technology to record the song. I bet they had like a rotary dial phone that you could call this boy on. <laughs> you know, cell phones could have solved this quick as That's a true. fiddle. Yes, this is very much Seinfeld wouldn't exist if there were cell phones. Um, yeah, seriously. He didn't have to waste all them dollars to come see you, and you just let him on and bury the... You should have just... <laughs> hey, hey, dude, I think you misunderstood this. Also, um, here's a, a Polaroid of my ring. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is, uh, this is definitely one of my favorites uh, from the thread this week. The Shangri-Las were around in the mid-60s, had a handful of hits. Uh, the one I was most familiar with was a song called Leader of the Pack, uh, which you may have heard on an oldie station Leader at some point. Leader of the Pack. Cool 103. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, this song's just so well composed and the production's just insane. Uh, they were produced by a guy named Shadow Morton, which is such a badass name. Uh, and all of his recordings were just super lush and really well arranged and orchestrated. Uh, that's a wormhole to itself, but as it relates to the theme, I thought this was a really unique example. Uh, it's basically about a woman who's in a committed relationship, maybe married, but at least engaged because she mentions the ring. But she gets a letter from a guy that she used to be involved with telling her that you know he still has feelings for her and and he's taking a train to town to come to see her and so she's essentially singing this song to her current love telling him you know look i love you and nothing's gonna pull me away from you but this dude's coming to town right now nothing i can do about it and when he gets here i gotta go meet up with him and break his heart so she's likely anxious about you know what her fella may think of all this as well you know as she's like reassuring him but she's also anxious about like having to crush this other dude's dreams and you know i've only had to be in a similar position a few times in my life but it's tough to be the one to break bad news to someone you know I've had to like kick people out of bands and I've had to quit bands and that always sucks and gives me a good deal of anxiety or like the song you know maybe someone has feelings for you for you and you don't feel that way and even if you know they'll understand it's sort of tough to drop that on someone so aside from the incredible production on this one I really loved the approach to anxiety uh, that it brings to the table ghost him that's how you solve it (laughs) (laughs) if you're gonna avoid it ghost him completely i'm i would be i don't think i would have been a very good 1960s girlfriend (laughs) um our next year buddy is Haley, who brings defiance ohio's anxious and worrying Just spinning our wheels 
Whatever happens, I think you should know that I'm just glad it feels like anything at all. Don't push me down. This captures some big bright eyes feels to me. Uh, there's like longing for going back, but also this push forward to something completely new and different, which is always what we say we want. We want to move forward, but with experience, there's a change in perspective and then we can't go home again. And then you're like, wow, I wish we could go back, but I need to go forward. <sighs> but you can't go back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think you nailed it here. The goal of life is to, to move forward and learn more and do better and be better. And there's actually a lot of to unpack in that sort of struggle. Like the idea that you picked up on is, is that we have this drive, never rest, never be content. But the problem is, you know, sometimes it's okay to be content. You know, sometimes we do find good enough and that urge to keep pushing leads us to leave behind what little bit of solace we, we find and search for something better, which may or may not even exist. So not only does, does this song sort of emphasize that idea of not being able to go back, but I think it also communicates something about that human motivation to spend your whole life hurrying in pursuit of something better. And in that pursuit, we often fail to appreciate the things worth appreciating. And then by the end, the thing we thought was better kind of leaves us just as empty and, and disappointed as we were before. So, Unless it's chocolate chip mint ice cream. I'm not a fan of, of mixing <gasps> chocolate chip and mint. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put that on record. What? Yeah. Cho- putting mint and chocolate have never been my, my jam. Like... Uh, what are those things called? The uh, Andes mints? Not I my love jam. those. I live for those. And like York peppermint patties? Nope. Not my, not my thing. I'm concerned. But Dakota also does say that I love the candy that gets stuck at the bottom of a purse. So I can't be trusted on this. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Debbie is our last year buddy. And she brings zigzags, voices of the paranoid. says paranoia seems like it might go along with anxiety i think you're right debbie also i was definitely especially expecting something doo-woppy because if you're gonna name your band zigzags i'm expecting some doo-wop maybe a trumpet too didn't get that the guitar-y sounds like you know whatever they're doing with the guitars it sounds straight up like tube and throat singing which would be what i would listen to to like chill out <laughs> and i just lyrically very on edge anxiety inducing like there's just so much mulling things over in your head and i think nailed it 
Yeah, I've, I've been lucky that I've never been burdened with that sort of overwhelming paranoia in the sense of like everyone's out to get me or things are stacked against me in some systematic way. But I definitely struggle with the intrusive what ifs. So if something doesn't go my way, it's really easy for me to get caught up in like empty speculation and, and projection of my fears and insecurities onto others. I think that's definitely a more subtle form of paranoia that comes along with anxiety. And I definitely struggle hard with that that aspect of my brain sometimes. I wonder if slugs get paranoid. I am constantly watching them. <laughs> and also one of them's buried underneath their food dish. They're waking up. So definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet they're waking paranoid. Up with the slugs. Well, if you think about it, like they have the little antenna and then they like bring them in. So that's probably what they're doing is being paranoid. Yeah. They're like, uh, they're, they're putting out their antenna to sort of pick up on the weird vibes and, and hear all the conspiracies that are going on and, and all the, radio transmissions that are uh you know transmitting secret messages and then once they've picked those things up they just they bury hide them. in their yeah they hide in their uh bunkers or their safe rooms their or, doomsday prep safe rooms <laughs> or they just hide underneath the food dish right which they do a terrible job of because i can see their butts so there's that um all right for more uh information about slugs you can tweet at us I'm at Pow, I got you. And I'm at Madam Woolite, and the show is at E&D Pod, which might just turn into a slug uh, Twitter. I don't know. Um, the Facebook group, if you're going to get some announcements, like me breaking it to the earbuddies, we're late. It's the Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. The voicemail line is... 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. You can email the show, andypod at gmail.com. And you can check out me trying to figure out how to do internets. andypod.com, part of the 10710 network. Luckily, I didn't delete all that information when I was trying to upload it. So, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> What's our final song this week? I'm going to leave us with a band called Nothing and their song Vertigo Flowers. Uh, Nothing is a really great shoegazy rock band, really heavy wall of guitars, but with drifty, dreamy, melodic vocals. Uh, the song's about being, you know, trapped and overpowered by your anxiety. And in the lyrics, he warns us, watch out for those who dare to say everything will be okay. Uh, kind of communicating that idea that, you know, life is suffering, nothing is okay, everything will always suck forever. Uh, and that's definitely a very easy conclusion for my own anxiety brain to accept and hide behind. But, you know, I do think that we have to remember to, to look out from, from behind that mask every once in a while and appreciate and acknowledge those brief fleeting moments when when things aren't so bad so hopefully our podcast this week has helped you escape your anxieties for a little while and uh we will leave you to bask in the beautiful melancholy of nothing in their song vertigo flowers (laughs) 